Welcome to Two Buff Beards Podcast. I am Kelvin Franklin, joined today with Zach Ansaldo. What's going on, man? Not much, not much, man. I'm feeling good today. I, really I good. Listen, man, I, I want to cut right to it because I've been wanting to do this for a long, long time, and I just think there's, there's no better place than to do it right here on the podcast, right? So I, I want to hear your journey. I want to talk about your story. Uh, I want to s- learn more about how you became the trainer you are today. I just think that it's really cool because, you know, not oftentimes um, do people come from like a different background in terms of like, t- let me let me break that down. So so I was a trainer, always a trainer. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I haven't met many people that came from like a totally different background. Yeah. That other than just being a trainer first and foremost, you know what I mean? And now, you know, you've had your own personal transformation. Like, do you your story is jam packed. I kind of just want to dive <laughs> into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's let, tell me a little bit more about upbringing first. So so where'd you grow up? Where are you from? What was that like? So uh, we'll bring it way back, starting at the beginning here. I uh, I was born in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, it's on the Gulf side, uh, southern Florida. Um, lived there for a couple years, moved to Ocala, Florida. My parents are, are born and raised there. They're not, you know, a lot of times in Florida, you get the people, you meet so many people who live there. It's a very big state, a lot of people, but hardly any of them are from there. So they're all like, oh, I'm from here, I'm from there, but my family is actually from there. Parents born and raised in Miami um, their whole life. Yeah, because that's rare because most people, like, move there for, like, the summer or they're from up north and they come down or yeah, whatever. Or the, yeah, or they just ended up there with a job yeah, or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, my family is just straight up from there. My my actual, my grandma's side of the family, uh, I think it was one of her sisters, owned one of the very first resorts, fishing resorts, fishing camps in the Keys. Oh, wow. Back in, like, the 50s. That's before cool. Before touristy and... Really cool. Um, so they've been they've been hanging out on the beach and doing their thing outside all the time. Yeah. Always pretty active. So what do you think about this Kansas cold? <laughs> so I I came up here to Kansas or the Midwest. I moved to Jefferson City, Missouri, when I was six for my dad's job. Uh, lived there for two years and uh, then came up here to Kansas City, where I've been ever since. So I've been here for um, over twenty years now. So. Um, you know, I've definitely, obviously, I'm 29 years old. I've lived in the Midwest for 21 years. I, or no more than that, 22, 23 years. Anyway, I think I have this mentality of cold weather that my my parents do. <laughs> like, even though I have more exposure to this than I do in that hot southern yeah. heat. But I think just being around them growing up, like my mom would be like, oh my gosh, it's so cold. <laughs> I think I just have their mentality just ingrained in my head because I hate the cold. Yeah, yeah. I hate the I would rather sweat all day, 105 <laughs> degrees, be outside. I will be outside all day in all the heat. All day. Don't care. If it's cold, I don't want to be outside at all. Yeah. Like you got to bundle up to go outside and get the newspaper, take out the trash, put your shoes on if there's snow on the ground. Like, I like to walk outside my house barefoot. It's a lot of work, man. Walk outside my house barefoot, no sh- no shirt on. Yeah. Do what I need to do and come back in. Like I just that's that's the way that I roll. I like the heat. Any any activities like I'm not into I don't have interest in going skiing cuz I don't like the cold. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll go to Colorado in the summertime right. and go hiking. I it's just it, it's not for me. I can understand. Even like that. going to a Chiefs game in the cold like I, the minute I get out of the car, I'm like just counting down the minutes, so I'm back inside the, the heat. So, um, yeah, I don't like it. I've gotten more accustomed to it. I think. Um, I think these past couple of years have been a little bit more mild. Yeah. And I spend less time outside in the winter. 
But yeah, not a fan. Not your, a fan. Your I, personal preference is, is to stay in absolutely in bro tanks and flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Um, so what about what about uh, childhood in terms of sports recreation? What was that like for you growing up? Always into sports. Always into sports. My dad was. He always watched sports, and he played it when he was a kid. Um, I think naturally you end up taking on, for the most part, not always, the sports that your family was into, if that's what your you get your family does. Um, my my mom will watch college football with anybody all day on nice. Saturdays. She loves football. My dad played football as a kid, played baseball uh, all through high school, almost played a little bit, um, thought about playing a little bit of junior college, but. He knew that his abilities and it was just going to be something fun, so he just he didn't do it. Um, but he loved baseball, football, and he didn't ever do it competitively. But my dad and his dad always loved boxing. My grandfather was actually a Golden Gloves winner. Oh wow! So um, yeah, into watching boxing, and so it, for me, football I, at a very young age I wanted to play. I was doing flag football the earliest age I could, playing t-ball. I did it all. Played basketball, skateboarding, you name it, I tried it. Now, so were you, now were you pressured in the sports as a kid, or was this kind of like choice by by, by no, you? Made no, this no, choice? my my parents never pressured me into any sports like you know some people you hear about, but not at all. My parents are always really good about just hey, if it's what you want to do, just you know give it your all your effort, and we're behind Absolutely. you, whatever it is, and whether it's sports or if it was the the math team, whatever, they would have been behind me and they, there would have been no pressure. Absolutely. So that was really good. Um, so I, I've never had any sort of negative connotation with, you know, trying to do it because it wasn't like I had to. Yeah. Um, did, so, you, did you happen to specialize in sports? Did you like, did you have a, did you have like a sport that you played or did you, you it sounds like you kind of played everything. Yeah, I did some Taekwondo for a while um, and I did football. I would have played football a lot longer. I loved football. I was not good at baseball. <laughs> uh, I was good at fielding, but I could not hit. Um, a- after that tee got taken away, it wasn't my thing. So, uh, <laughs> and I, I always, you know, I, I've looked back in on it. I always was more drawn to more sports. You could be a little more aggressive. Look, con- contact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Taekwondo. Gotcha. Even I was doing full sparring when I was in second grade. Oh wow! And so I loved that. I moved and I just never picked it back up. I wish I would have stick, stuck with that. But um, then I went into playing football where I played on the lightweight team. Um, I was on the lightweight little, football little, team. Little league. <laughs> but I was nose guard. Oh wow! I was nose guard. And then I played. I actually they wanted me to start playing fullback, and I went to a couple practices, and they were like loving it. I was just barreling through people, Dude. going through the hole, and I got hurt in the first game that they wanted me to play fullback. But so I was always kind of sad about that, um, and that ended up being <laughs> the last year I could never imagine that. That's really yeah. cool. Um, so I d- did that till eighth grade, and in eighth grade I was very chubby kid. Really? Yeah, real chubby kid. Now, I, people, you can't see him right now, but if you would ever <laughs> see Zach on the streets, you would never have pictured him being a chubby kid. And I, I take pride in telling clients and people that because they were like, "Oh, it's easy for you. You had good genetics." Oh yeah, yeah. I was not that way at all. Huh? Not that way. I was a chubby kid in eighth grade. I was small, but um, so you know, regardless, the size would have came into play anyhow. But I was so out of shape that practices, like I hated it. Like I, I, I didn't know how I was gonna make it through running the sprints and the gassers. I, I couldn't do it. I was, I was too big. I weighed probably, I was probably like five two in eighth grade. Probably weighed like one forty, one forty. Really. Yeah, so for reference, I barely weigh over that now. Right, which is <laughs> <laughs> so surprising. Um, I, I got out of that. Um, it wasn't going to be my thing anyway. I'm not not a big person. Parents aren't big, so I wasn't going to be playing football. Yeah, I went yeah. to a very 
competitive high school when it came to football. So it wasn't in my future. I knew that. But my one of my good friends, he was a, he was a football player, very big guy. Ended up playing Division One football. Actually, best friend, one of my best friends in the whole world. He got into wrestling, and uh, I started going to watching his tournaments, and I started seeing that it was a weight class sport. And my dad wrestled for a little bit when he was young, so I was kind of interested in it. When I saw one of my best friends doing, I started realizing like, hey, even these little guys. They can do it too. So I got into wrestling when I started high school, and I, I, I instantly that, – that was a game changer for me. That literally changed my whole life. I'll still say that to this day because it taught me about um, – I, I instantly just from moving more, I was way more active. I lost like 20 pounds in six weeks. Yeah, the activity level I of, think of the first sport. day of practice when we weighed in freshman year, I was like 140. And then I ended up wrestling at 119. That was in uh, November. And then um, the last day that we could change weight classes uh, in January, I wrestled 119. I would have gone to 112 if there was more time. I But uh, that would have been I, – I easily could have got there. I had so much momentum with my weight loss at that point. Easily could have got down there. Now, speak, let's speak into that. Now, what, what is your personal thoughts on wrestling in terms of – kids you know losing weight in high school yeah. and stuff like that so what do you think about that um it, it can be done with kids but it has to be done in a in a in the right way i had the weight to lose like clearly i had the weight to lose you don't lose that much weight that quick and keep it off if you didn't so for me it wasn't unhealthy amount of weight that i was losing now you know when i was older you know there's you know you do some weight cutting which is not weight loss you're cutting that weight for a few hours a couple days at most that can be dangerous. It's funny. I wish that I, you know, I'd love to help somebody with this one day. I've used it on myself um, recently, last summer when I did some weightlifting competitions. I could cut just as much weight, if not more, and without dehydrating myself and eat, never missing a meal. So knowing what I know now, I would love to just, of course, try and put that yeah, knowledge of course, to use. Of course, you know what's what's interesting that you said that before you keep going is is that my, my dad, he's a wrestling coach right now. That's cool. And he teaches his kids about nutrition because they, they you know, from past coaches or, or past people that they're talking to, they think that they're supposed to lose 20 pounds in a day or two, <laughs> you know, or, or running these in and in, sit in a sauna or running yeah. lo- big clothes. And so, like, a lot of stuff still goes on, even at that level of, oh, of, yeah. of recreation or play or sport. And I think it's crazy, man. Like, it's just, it's sad that, because those people are now creating, like, unhealthy relationships with food, mm-hmm. and they're, like, in the ninth grade. Yeah. I would even say, though, uh, to an extent, my relationship with food wasn't great when, because when I was cutting like those last couple of pounds, I would definitely just go to town. They always made us breakfast after we weighed in, and I would just go to town. Yeah, absolutely. And then I felt lethargic the rest of the day uh, absolutely. when I'm trying to wrestle. Absolutely. I wouldn't have. I would definitely not do that again. Absolutely. Um, but that's the difference when you're know. 15. <laughs> right, 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 right. If we, if we knew what we know <laughs> now back then, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that changed everything for me. That changed everything for me. I started getting into MMA. I was just flipping through the channels one day, and I saw um, mixed martial arts on TV. It wasn't even UFC. Uh, but I saw a uh, – a fighter by the name of Uriah Faber, and he was on TV, and I was just instantly drawn to him. He just seemed like a cool guy, and um, he was a former wrestler, so wrestling was his style, and I was just instantly just thought he was really cool to watch, and he was wrestling, and he, you know, he did, he was into all the same things that I was into. 
Um, and I happened to find a website that he started, and I don't think it's still around anymore. I've looked for it and can't find it. Maybe they've changed the name or something, but um, it was called eatlikeachamp.com. And it was all about like being healthy and just eating in a healthy manner like every single day as a lifestyle and not just for the sake of cutting it weight. Which So instantly, I, I knew that that was the smart way to do it, but when I was a teenager, I didn't know how. And I instantly was just drawn to that. And I thought it was so cool. I wanted to be, um, it, it, you know, even to this day, I think it would be, I want to make it cool to live a healthy lifestyle. Of course. Of like, course. Hey, like, of course. You don't have to be some Absolutely. like super foofy, like Absolutely. yogi kind of guy. If that's what you're into, that's fine. Right. Well, I know a lot of like males, yeah. men aren't like, they're like, uh, I don't yeah. know. It seems, guy keeps, seems I know exactly weird. what you mean. But this guy was just a normal dude. He like yeah. looked like a surfer. They called him the yeah. California kid. And he was super healthy. He was shredded. And he was an awesome athlete. It got you hooked. And so that instantly got me thinking about nutrition. Of course. And I was, you know, starting from then, I just always something was on my mind. The older I got, even when I was still in high school, I'd say my senior year, I was pretty smart about it, smarter than some. Um, and then into college, it was something I was always thinking about, always health-conscious person. I didn't always practice it when I was in college. I was out. I lived in a fraternity. I was out eating and drinking with all the everybody else, you know, freshman 15 all that i was no different i still like to go to the gym and i would try and make healthy decisions when i could yeah, and try and yeah, get my friends yeah. let's go to this place instead of yeah you had, you had a few healthy habits even at that time healthier yeah than some i got you um and i never really had like a, someone to go with me to the gym all the time in college none of my close friends really enjoyed it like i did um but i had a few friends who'd go here and there and i would go by myself you know even, all the way through college i would probably at least go you know, at the worst time, maybe twice a week. Gotcha. So I was always doing something. Gotcha. Senior year, I was doing more and more, and I lost some weight, got stronger. Yeah. And then when I left college and came back home, you know, I didn't have the influence of all the other people, and I started going all the time. And that's kind of around the time when I met you, and that you'd always see me come to the gym by myself, and yeah. I would just start chit-chatting with you and the other guys who worked there. Because, yeah. frankly, like for me, working out so fun, and I want my friends to do it, but yeah. I never had any friends that were into it. So I made my own friends at the gym. Yeah, and you know it's, it was interesting, man. Is that you know a, a lot of my good friends came from came from actually places that I worked out at. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, I think it's just so it's an overlooked thing that people don't think that's possible. You know, like you want you want to make good friends because, like you said, it's hard to find people to hang out with that have some of the same healthy lifestyle habits that you have. Because most of the time, people that you grew up with or whatever, you know, they, they probably don't have the same habits or the same goals or outlook that you may have. Yeah. So it's cool because we did become really good friends yeah. while you were training at yeah. the gym. And I just think that's really neat. Yeah, and it's I'm still great friends with all the people that I, that I grew up with. Yeah, like, of course. Uh, you know, I got friends I talk to every day from even elementary school and college both. I'm about to be in one of their weddings. And it's just, you know, one of those things we don't have the same interest in. But So it's nothing against them. I'm still friends with them. Of course. Um, they just don't, they just don't enjoy yeah. it as much as I do. Yeah, like that, 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 that commonality, that vibe that you could have with someone that, that understands, the, you know, your, I guess, I, I'm, your gym life. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's different than the people that you might Because I, I talk to people that I grew up with, too, at the same time. But, you know, when I talk to people that work out or that enjoy training or whatever, like that, that vibe is totally different, mm -hmm. you know, when you're talking to them. Yeah, and I, I've actually recruited a couple of them to come work out with me. And one of them in particular he will. He works out fairly often. He doesn't go quite to the extent that I do as far as nutrition and being on point with that as consistently. But he's pretty into it. Um, so you know, it's cool to at least see one or two of them pick up some habits from me. My sister picks up a couple things here and there, and so 
I think without even trying to, I've motivated some people to do yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool. As a byproduct of you living yeah. the lifestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's cool. Um, so around that time, after I got out of college, I was when I was working out at the gym that you were working at, uh, I was working in sales. And, it, you know, it's just like a natural progression. Like, all right, well, just kind of go into this. This is the next phase of my life. This is what I'm going to do really doing nothing that I had ever planned on. And I frankly wasn't really passionate about it at all, but it was a good paycheck. And when you're 22 and you see these paychecks coming in, you're like, all right, I'll, yeah, I'll keep doing yeah, this for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Over time, um, I was working out more and more. I come to the gym at, at one point I was coming in the morning and the afternoon and I was like continuously seeing results, losing that college weight, yeah, getting back like stronger and stronger as I was getting leaner, yeah. losing weight and getting stronger at the same time. So it's easy to keep going yeah, when that happens. Absolutely. Um, and just getting more and more into it. And so even naturally, I was like spending more time talking about things at home. I mean, researching things at home. And it got to the point where I was like looking up new programs and diets and things while I was at work and like starting to dislike my job more yeah, and more. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. you know, thinking about this and getting more and more into it. Got on WebFit. Yep. Got on WebFit. And I, that was, you know, Man, like that was a, a again another like taking it to the next level. One of those pivots. It was like one of those pivots for you. Yeah, for yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah, because I had some well thought out yeah. training. Yeah, and you know I was checking in with yeah. you and yeah. uh, you and Ben that would always kind of keep me on track or whatever. You know, ask questions. You guys were always an open book, which is great because I've had experiences at other gyms when I wasn't doing this that you ask questions and either people don't want to yeah. answer it unless you're paying them, Definitely. which I kind of get, but at the same time, like they were kind of condescending of about course. it. Yeah, you would course. ask questions and they almost like make you feel stupid, Of course. but you guys were never that way. Yeah. And it was so nice. So nice. Yeah. And so, um, um, getting more and more into it, just kept growing and growing and eventually got fed up with my job. And, uh, I was like just kind of having a revelation of like, what am I going to do? Cause yeah. I am not going to continue this yeah. job that I'm doing forever. Yeah. I can't live this way. I'm unhappy. I can't sleep cause I'm so stressed out about things that are going oh, on. Man. And then I was like, I need to make a change. What is it going to be? And it's like, I just had a simple conversation with myself that you probably, you know, hear about all the time. It sounds cheesy, but I was like, what do you love? Yep. What are you passionate about? Now let's figure out a way to make money doing that. So you can support yourself. What did I love? fitness and nutrition and i would go i could nerd out about it about things more than just like getting strong and being a meathead like i liked i could appreciate all aspects of it so um i wanted to try and help people in that sense and uh left my job got certified through the national academy of sports medicine was really lucky and got a uh, a job at a place that gave me um Gave me gave me a shot without having any experience, which can be very difficult to do. So I'm very grateful for that, and uh, haven't turned back since, man. I've just loved every minute of it. I love what I do. I get up early. It's not even a chore for me. People back. I can't believe you get up that early. It's, I honestly don't even care. Like I really just enjoy it that yeah. much. Yeah, and it's it's different when you are, are passionate about something that you love. I mean, that you're doing because then again, it doesn't feel like work. No. It, I mean, you know, I, I tell people that all the time myself is, is it doesn't feel like when it doesn't feel like work, 
that you lose track of time almost. Like, it yeah. just, you know what I mean? Like, you just, you could do it all day and, you know, every now and then you need to recharge your batteries. But for sure. the most part, I mean, you like, you, you're a go mode, you know? Yeah. And it, I think it's really cool. So that's, that's a really, so, so tell me this. So you're, you're now a certified personal trainer. Yep. Um, you know, g- good things are happening to you now in terms of like your, your work, your workout habits, have they changed at all since back in the day? Have you changed your focus on, on what you like to do in terms of your own personal journey in terms of working out? Yeah, I, uh, it's definitely has changed. Um, my goal, I, I'm first and foremost, I'm way better about eating clean there. You know, even when I was on web fit and I was pretty into everything I was doing, I ate okay during the week, but on the weekends I threw it all away and it is true. I lived it. You can get pretty far with just exercise alone, but until you fix that nutrition, it's you're setting a low ceiling on yourself. So you, you can't. You, so people say you can't can't out train a bad diet. Been there, you, done you, that. You tried that. I already. tried that. Yeah, you tried that already. So I am very. Um, and I, we talk about all the time having this balance. Yeah. Trust me, I don't. I didn't give up everything in the world, but I'm very more frequent and consistent yeah. than I had ever been. Yeah. And again, it doesn't even feel like it's a, a chore anymore. I don't even think about it. Like. I go to the store and this is just the things that I buy. And like, yeah. I know how to, yeah, I just, this is what I do. Of course. It doesn't now, feel but like work. You know, you know, one of the good things that I, I also know about you, and this is off air, but I want you to talk about it a little bit more um, in terms of your journey is that you allow yourself some really good flexibility too. So how, when did it come into part to where you could allow yourself the flexibility of, I can have a good time socially with friends and family or whatever. And also I can still make good choices um, to help me progress to my goals or just because this is what, who I am as a person now. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, who I am as a person is I'm, I like to have a lot of fun. I have you, a lot of friends. Do. I'm a social butterfly. Yeah. So I like being around people. So I'm not going to keep myself from going out with my friends or having a good time. Or even if it's just, you know, you know, maybe it's not going out to eat or going out, you know, to a tailgate. It's just like hanging out. Like, I don't feel like I need to go home. Like, well, I need to get this certain amount of sleep. Like, yeah, that is very important, but I don't put those limits on myself all the time because this is who I am. I'm not yeah. going to change who I am. Yeah. Um, but how so, do you, how do you ch- how did wh- like when did that happen for you? Like, when, how did you go from I'm gonna eat good throughout the week to 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 throw it away on the weekends? So now I'm gonna be uh, now you're like guilt free and you can you control it. I mean, yeah. So how wh- where did that come? I definitely went through a time where I just was like, all right, I'm gonna dial in this nutrition 100. You had to be all in, and I w- I was all in, all in 100. Like literally seven days a week, for you know, with a few small exceptions, probably like three four months, I was very very diligent with myself. <laughs> Because I just want to see how far I could take myself as far as like aesthetics and my performance and just keep going and getting healthier. And I kind of got to a point where I was like, all right, well, I definitely am like very lean. Like I, I, I'm not someone who walks around with a six pack. I'm not one of those guys, uh, you know, whatever you can call it, the whale skin or bad genetics. Or, yeah. I'm not that guy. So, and I'll tell everybody that. But I did get to that point where I was walking around. I just looked like shredded. Right, and it right, was cool. I right. felt awesome. I was like right. proud of myself that I got there. Absolutely. I've never been that way my whole Absolutely. life. Absolutely. And then I was like, you know what? I could just accept who I am, embrace the body that I have, and just lighten up a little bit because this isn't sustainable. I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. Right. And then just, you know, so I, I what I do is I tell this to people all the time. I live by that 80-20 rule. 80% of the time I'm making good decisions. 20% I'm just kind of flexible doing my thing. Yeah. And I, and I eat intuitively and there are already habits now that, you know, I'm going to try and eat vegetables at every meal. 
I'm going to try and eat some carbohydrates at every meal. I'm going to eat some proteins at every meal. And I, it's pretty just second nature now. But I eat intuitively. If I'm out, like just two days ago, on uh, Tuesday, uh, my fiance Lindsay, and I, she had some time off. I had some time off in the afternoon. We just went out to just kind of enjoy each other's company. And we went out and had pizza. I didn't feel bad about it. Yeah. Like this, when the old you would have been totally, probably totally freaking out. Or, yeah, like, oh, I can't do this. Right. No, I, we're not going to do that. <laughs> right, so right. we just went out and had pizza. Like yeah. I'm a, I'm a regular guy like everybody else. Yeah. So, you know, I did that. And then the next day I woke up and I just went right back to what I was doing before. Very it's cool. not like, oh, I got to go kill myself at the gym today. I just did the same thing that I would have done any other day. I just woke up, ate my well-balanced healthier breakfast very cool very cool we did my workout any diff same as i always did i didn't try and do more to make up for it i just kind of just went after went back to my my routine very cool and you know on sunday i'm gonna go over to my dad's house for father's day and he's an old italian guy and he wants to eat lasagna and i'm gonna eat lasagna right right yeah, absolutely yeah but funny absolutely. though actually what we're gonna do my gift to him is i'm gonna get him some uh, workouts to do he's a single guy so i'm gonna give him some workouts he's so give him some workouts give him some pointers i'm gonna train him we're gonna train together and then we're gonna go hit up the pool that's so. cool that, that, that'd be so crazy. we're gonna eat i'm gonna cook him a healthy breakfast yeah. we're gonna go train we're gonna eat like a pretty good tasty but healthy lunch we're gonna go to the pool and then we're gonna just splurge a little and that's have awesome. some lasagna and that probably awesome. some red wine. That's, that is awesome. That's, that's awesome. the way it rolls at, at, at Paul's house. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me this: since since you've had your own personal journey, you've been through the ups and downs. You've been all in. Now you're flexible. Do, has that shaped your own personal training philosophy to a client? Yeah. Like so, what what is that like now that you've been through all that? Now, I would imagine that you. I mean, you got a good. That's a lot of personal experience. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, how has that shaped your personal philosophy to to training? Yeah, I mean, there was certainly a point where I was trying to tell people you got to go all in, you got to go all in, and yeah, you can, but you got to know how to taper that back and then find that balance um, in between the two. Some people will talk about, oh, I'm gonna kickstart it, which you can do, but you got to know that when you come off of it, you don't just go back to your old ways. You you have some good habits in there that are going to stick with you. So, I and again, I'll tell everybody my story. I got no shame. Back, like, yeah, this is the lifestyle that I used to live. This is how I got there. You can go all in, but you got to be smart about it when you come off. Or if you just want to come at it and make slow, steady progressions, which is how I would suggest most people do it. It doesn't seem so overwhelming. They don't bite off more than they can chew right off the get-go and then get burnt out, and you know, then they're just tired of it and they don't want to come back to the gym anymore. So I, I definitely have evolved my training and my coaching as far as nutrition um, um, a lot, actually. Yeah. It's, it's cool because, you, you know, like this stuff takes time. You know, mm -hmm. like even your own personal journey that took time that took years for you to get down to the person that you are today. Yeah. You know, and it's so it's just so I think it just speaks to the, the level of, of of stuff that people have to go through because you've experienced it now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, firsthand that this what this person may be feeling or whatever. And I know it, too, to an extent, but I came from a different background, so I don't I can't share a lot of that stuff that they've, they, they're going through or been through because of the fact that it, my experience was a little different. Yeah, it, it does take a lot of time. And, you know, people want to you know, go after these 30-day fixes or yeah, whatever it might be. goals, yeah. It, it can work um, to get you going, but if you're just going to go back to your old ways, then I don't think it's very smart. So I try and tend people to try and advise people from the get-go. These slow, steady progressions – are going to be better for you. They're going to be healthier. You're going to be able to stick with it easier. 
but it's going to take a little bit of patience. Um, but I think that's the smart way to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, like in America, we don't we don't have a weight loss problem. We have a weight maintenance problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so like you you are a testament to that. That it took a lot of time for you to get gain the habits, the routines, the 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 psychology, you know, so that surrounds maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Like now, you get to the point where you just maintain it. Now, I mean, it, it takes people a long time to get there. But I think yeah. that most people don't know about that investment unless it comes from someone that that's that has an experience like you. Yeah, and then there'll be a time I'm sure. I don't have anything on the calendar right now that's going to force me to do so but there'll be a time again where i go through periods where i'm more strict and um clean things up i don't even have a particular event or anything like that in mind that i would do that for but i'm sure at some point i will just because i it's i like the discipline i think discipline is good to just practice and know that you are able to do it and it's just kind of fun to kind of go through different phases with your training and your Absolutely. nutrition. So. so speaking of what 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 is your training like? What like if you I, I don't want to say categorize yourself, but what do you enjoy? You know, training like what do you, what do you enjoy doing in terms of your your own personal training? So the past few years, um, I was been doing CrossFit, which um, I love. I I think you know being social, like I mentioned before, like it, the community thing is awesome. It's so much fun. Everyone there's cheering each other on i heard someone put it very well the other day at your standard gym much of the time not all the time but much of the time everyone goes in there they put their headphones in they do their own thing and like you can you know trying to share a machine with somebody or a bench some people are cool about it and other people are just don't want to and that's fine but what i loved about crossfit was everyone was there together like if you had headphones in and you were just trying to ignore everybody, they would have been like, "What's what's going on with this guy or what this girl? What you know? Why are they talking to us?" They want to be your friend, and they want everyone to cheer each other on. They want to be encouraged by each other. They want to be motivated by each other, and they want to be, um, you know, they 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 just want to improve themselves. And they don't care. They don't have any egos. Everyone's there just kind of going through the grind together, which is kind of builds camaraderie and it's a bond. And so I I was really drawn to that. And then yeah, the different absolutely. style of the movements I just thought were fun to do. Absolutely. I thought it was really cool. I'd always done like more just standard strength building exercises that I had either learned from um, reading magazines absolutely. or from a high school football coach, which our high school football coach was pretty good. Um, definitely better than a lot. Um, but I was doing the same stuff all the time. So I was doing new movements. Yeah. I thought it was really fun learning new skills. Yeah. So I got into some Olympic weightlifting stuff, which is seen in CrossFit. And I actually ended up competing in uh, weightlifting myself sure last summer. That's right. Yeah. Um, so it's just new stuff is new style of training. And I've just really gravitated towards the culture of the whole thing. Um, one thing I, I think that needs to be heard from, you know, a lot of people cause it gets a lot of um, opinions, labels, people put yep. labels on it is, you know, it, it's all about high intensity, but that intensity is relative to you. Of course. And I can tell you firsthand by coaching the classes and working at one for two years, if, if that's something you're interested in, you can go do it. And no one's going to be thinking next to you, oh, my gosh, you see that guy only got two rounds in 20 minutes. Like They're going to be just excited to meet you and have you yeah. along with them for the journey. Yeah, because your personal best is different than somebody else's yeah, personal and like, best. I, I, I do think that everyone can take that style of training. doesn't mean everyone's going to like it. Like or everyone should do that. Like if you don't like it, then don't do it. Absolutely. I'm I'm not 
I've definitely drinking the Kool-Aid, but I'm not someone who's like so into it that I think it's the end-all be-all. Absolutely. There's plenty of other ways you can get fit, and that if you're more drawn to, then go do that thing. Absolutely. So that's kind of what I've done for the last, um, actually, uh, yeah, two years, two years, maybe a little more. No, three, sorry, three. But now I'm kind of, I'm not working there anymore, so I don't have that availability. More, a lot of the same movements, but I'm trying to get stronger, so... I'll have a, a very heavy strength focus at the beginning, using a lot of those same movements and ideologies, and then I'll do like metabolic conditioning at the end to maintain my conditioning. Of course. Um, and something I haven't even told you yet, just when you were out of town, I committed myself to doing one of my best friends, um, one, one of the people who I have actually um, gotten to join me working out and eating a little better more th- so than anybody, talked me into running a half marathon. Oh, Wow. I don't, and I am not a runner. I know that for a fact. I don't like running. <laughs> like with CrossFit, you'll be like, you know, two hundreds, four hundreds, right? It's short distances. Yeah, maybe once a year you run yeah. a mile at a time. A couple times here and there you run a five k, yeah. but, um, yeah, I committed. He talked to me. I told him no probably three, four times, and he finally asked me again. I was like, all right, <laughs> I'll do it, and. I'm going to continue training the same way that I have of course, been. Yeah. Um, I, my training has been gotten me enough stamina and endurance that I could go run 13 miles right now. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not going to do it in a record time. Right, right, right. There'd but be you a lot of, it. there's a lot of people who would finish it before me. And I know that. Right. I'm realistic about that. Right, right, But right. I could go do and finish it right now. So I'm going to train a little bit differently. Um, but I'm not, I'm going to continue doing what I like, but yeah. it has been something I've thought about the last maybe year. Like, I kind of feel like I would want to do it once just to mark it off a list and say that I did it. Yeah. And I've had clients who want to do it, so at least I'll be able to relate to them a little more. Yeah. Um, but so I'm going to mark it off the list and do it. I'm not going to put a ton of time into doing it. I'm not going to care too much about what my time is. My goal is to, A, just not just not stop. My, of course. My goal is to actually be running the whole time. Of course. Even if it's super slow. Right. But I don't want to walk. That's, right. That's my number one goal. Um, my number two, well, number one, let me back up is, you know, get through the training and the actual event. Of course. Yeah. Cause that, that has free. to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That has to happen. Because I know without having trained this a bunch, like my feet, my knees, and any time in the past when I've tried to pick up running, I have a lot of shin splints. So I want to be injury free. Um, so I bought some new shoes. Um, I just want to do it without having to stop. And that's really all I care about too much. Yeah, um, I mean, that's, gonna, that's an accomplishment in itself. We're going to go do it. It's on September 11th. It's a Patriots Day run. So I think, I think it's what it's called. And uh, we're just going to go out there and get it done and just uh, you know, just kind of mark it off the list and say we did it. So the so only thing I'm changing is uh, on Tuesdays I used to do only conditioning, metabolic conditioning for the most part. And so now I'm running sprints. Like this Tuesday I ran 10 200-meter sprints with one minute of rest in between. And then on Saturdays, I'll do a long run every Saturday, and it's going to increasingly get longer and longer each week. So I started at five. Last week I did five and a half. This week's going to be six. Build up your mileage. Yeah, so it's very, very slow progressions, half a mile more each week. Um, And that's it. That's all I'm going to change. I'm not going to change what I'm eating. I'm still going to lift weights. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to turn into that skeletal, Distance runner. I understood, keep my, man. I gotta keep. I gotta keep my. Uh, well, keep your performance up. Keep yeah. your, keep your muscle that you have. I mean, you don't want to sacrifice all of that. Because no, because my goals are still to get stronger. And right. 
I, I you know, I, I can do both. You just of gotta course. do it. You sure can. You just gotta be smart. That's right. Yeah. I, I just think it's really cool that you have a well-rounded approach to fitness. You know what I mean? I think that uh, every everybody's approach can be respected in some way, shape, or form, and that you have a well-rounded approach is just uh, is really awesome because you really see that nowadays. Yeah, and then that's really a, as a trainer that I take pride in that as well. I don't try and get too dogmatic about one approach, whether it's nutrition or training. And I think I'm just continuously getting better and better at it, honestly. Um, but in my own training as well, like lifting weights, I love lifting weights. I, I love it. I, I really do. I, I always will. I, that's what I first got into. Um, but it's also fun knowing like, hey, if we need to go for a run, like I can keep up with most people. Absolutely. Um, and I do. But And then with my clients, like I like having these different experiences personally and training people, whether I was training people at a CrossFit gym. Or now it's more focused, uh, more so on corrective exercise than I even ever would have thought I would have gotten into, and I really like it. So, um, yeah, I take pride in being well-rounded. I, cool. I try and try and keep that my focus. Is Absolutely, just be pretty good at everything, and don't get too obsessed with one thing because you know you never know what's going to come around the corner next. There could be new studies that come out or something new, and that might be the new thing. So it might make us pivot again. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it will. It will. Yeah, so I, I, I like to always be, keep an open mind with everything in life, but especially with my training for myself and my clients. Now, now to wrap this up, I, I have to ask one very, very important question that, that I think that uh, – I'm pretty sure you'll have a, a great answer to, but this is this is off the cuff. We, didn't, we didn't plan for this. I like so it. If, if you had to say – you know what your legacy would be obviously we don't get that, that choice but if if you could you know tell the world what you want your legacy to be as a person in the health and fitness industry what would that be man that's that's a heavy it's question. a deep one man it's, it's a deep, deep one yeah. it's a deep one yeah i'm only 29 i got, I got a lot <laughs> you got, of time you got some to time. make a legacy you got some time i mean but jack I, lane lived for a long time so, so you, got, you got a while um i guess my legacy would i want people to remember me as being open minded to new ideas and experiences always being very positive and encouraging yeah and um yeah and just you know someone who's motivating just through documenting my own journey i hope that i am i think that i am to to, to people like um just motivating people by leading by example so I'll, I'll 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 say it like this leading by example i want people to say yeah zach you know really practice what he preached there's a lot of really smart people who know a lot about training. Sure do. But they don't necessarily practice what they preach. And I, it's a pet peeve of mine, honestly, seeing <laughs> trainers that, you know, they, they're very smart. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But Brainiacs. Know everything there is to know about training, but then they just let themselves go. Yeah. And either they don't keep up with their training or their nutrition or they just. Yeah. So leading by example, being positive, and uh, being open-minded. And and because I get clients, I'm about to get a new client who's got multiple sclerosis. Like, well, I'm obviously not going to be teaching him to do, you know, power cleans and snatches. (laughs) Like, this guy wants to be more balanced and maintain or increase his overall strength. Absolutely. You know, we can work on that. Yeah, absolutely. And and just you know, and I got another client I started with recently. He just is extreme back pain. I'm I'm gonna help him with that. Where it's very basic, but. He's already seen improvements in three weeks. Absolutely. So I want to be open-minded. I don't want to necessarily – I do think that it's good to have a specialty, but I, I, I do want to have a lot of different tools so anybody and everybody will feel like, hey, Zach will have an answer for me. Absolutely. He'll at least have something, and he'll tell me if he doesn't. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Well, thank you, man. Hey, I, I appreciate you uh, sharing the story. 
I, I'm sure everyone out there is going to appreciate it as well. I, I think that your story is is literally one of my favorites just because it, it's so it's it, it's so well rounded, man. I mean, just from you coming from where you came from and to get to being a personal trainer now is just uh, is really cool. Yeah, so appreciate happy to, uh, that you shared it with us. Uh, thank you all for tuning in for today's uh, podcast. Take care. We're out. Peace out.